When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Reavers? I missed you, so it's glad to have you back here in studio. I was in sunny Orlando, Florida. Oh, man. Spring was, break? What were we doing? It was, uh, the, the, okay, so, you know, we were sold, and we, so, we we went from one distributor to another distributor called Orgill. Got it. And so they have, like, they service hardware industry to, um, like, 12,000, like a third of the hardware stores in the world. Oh, wow. Right? It, it's a big, big business, right? Gotcha. 175th anniversary. And one of the things that they did down there is they bought out Universal Studios for the people who went down. Oh, cool. Have you ever been to Universal? Yes. Okay. It is it's a little different when, first of all, I was by myself down there, right? Okay. So I, I didn't. Oh, you didn't bring the family. I didn't bring the family. Okay. I was by myself. So I was at Universal Studios by myself with 15,000 other people. But the capacity that they had was only 24% of capacity. So everything was open. Everything was super fast. So I don't know if you were there when they had the Hogwarts motorcycle ride. Have you ever I, heard of this? The last time I was there, I've been there twice. The okay. last time I was there, it well, it was before we had kids, so it was at least 10 years ago. Okay, so they have a Harry Potter ride that's called like the Hogwarts motorcycle I'm ride. I'm very aware because my now 10-year-old son has made me, being the big Harry Potter fan he is, has made me very aware of this. Okay, so yes. I, I knew that the last time I was down there is when that opened, and we went, my wife and I went and with the kids, and they said, it's like a three-hour wait, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not waiting in line for three hours, period. Right. It's not, I don't I don't care if at the end they hand me a bar of gold. I don't care what it is. I'm not doing it, right? <laughs> right. And so, um, but this time, I just get to walk up. I walk all, it's a labyrinth. You walk through, it's maybe, no joke, two blocks of, cut back walking where you go down and then turn around and no is it one of those rides too because normally you would have to wait in line for three yep, hours yep. so so part of the experience is waiting in line where you're seeing cool different exhibits kind or is it not of, really like I mean, that it, it, it's kind of a little more utilitarian it, it's hogwarts-esque sure but it's not cool right it would just be a dull few hours waiting in line so i get to walk all the way up there and so I'm 50, right? I'm an adult, man. I'm not, I know inside my brain, I know that this ride can't kill a lot of people because Universal would close, right? <laughs> so like intellectually, I get that I can't, I shouldn't be too afraid because it's a ride that doesn't kill people, right? Right? It might be fun and exhilarating. So the, the point was, is you'd lean down and grab the handlebars. And I said, I'm not, because you're on like a fake motorcycle, right? right, right. I said, well, I'm not going to grab the handlebars. Like, I'm why? a man. I'm a man. I'm an adult, man. <laughs> the thing starts... And a fraction of a second later, I'm grabbing these hands. Oh, my hand. God. Oh, my. It was so awesome, so fun, so fast. So you drop, you do all this stuff, you go backwards, you do all this stuff. I get off, and I look at my hands. You're sweating. No. The imprint of the handle grips were like no in way. my hands for like an hour. That is funny. I had grabbed it so hard because I thought, oh, I'm going to die. I am going to die. It was so cool. I guess they have this new Jurassic Park ride, mm -hmm. and everyone said it's like 
just off the charts great. I okay. mean, just off the charts. So I did not do that one because I had enough of just going. But I did. They have a fake Simpsons Moe's Bar there, right? Oh, so cool. From the Simpsons. And it looks yeah. like Moe's Bar. I went in. I'm all by myself with the bartender. I'm like, what? It's just surreally cool. Everything's open. All the restaurants are open. I'm sitting at the bar by myself having a Duff beer. It was it was super, super That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and it, so I, I need to ask you this because we went to a we went to Valley Fair uh, towards the end of summer. My wife's uh, really good friend and her daughters were in town. So I thought, well, let's take the kids to Valley Fair. Yeah, It'll be great. fun. And I can't tell you, when I was uh, up until I was probably, I would say, 30, Mm-hmm. I could go on any ride, any time, any height, yep. any spin, yep. whatever. I'm good to go. We went on the bleeping Ferris wheel. Yeah. And I started to get like the elevator stomach sure, and sure. motion sickness. And I thought, what happened to me? Yeah. Wh- why did it do that? I was so unsettled. Th- this last year at the Minnesota State Fair, there was a day where uh, the boys came with me mm-hmm. because we always do, uh, uh, I always bring the, the fam day, to yep. a, for a fair day because, you know, we do every single day out there practically mm-hmm. uh, on the on the show. And I remember we went on the the sky ride, and yep. it was just me and the boys because my wife wasn't able to make it that day. That's she that had to thing work. on the cable that you just crossed. Correct. The, uh, okay. I, I couldn't handle it. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. That's just a slow, slow. Uh, here's thing what the... here's what was getting me. Yeah. I kept thinking the whole time, this is going to snap. We are going to plummet to our doom, uh, snapping from really? this cable right here, and it, the rocking too was getting yeah, to me. Yeah. And I I don't know what happened to me. Did your were your kids embarrassed when you peed? No, well, they, <laughs> they were, were like, expecting Dad, it. Why are your pants wet? Another one. So yeah. we had do you uh, the the Valley Fair water park? Okay, I went. Uh, you you climb the staircase, which is thing. about seven eight stories yep, high. Yep, I'm, yep. I'm guessing. Yep. And the whole time I'm I'm hugging the inside rail. Okay, and I made the boys hug the inside rail. Really? I don't know what's wrong with me. Wow, that's really a shift, right? Yeah, I I, I you've I, come a long way since you were like. Getting hammered at bars, falling out of cabs, <laughs> doing all this fun stuff. You've really come a long way. I guess I have. Maybe it's just my body has turned into complete dad mode. I have no idea. I was a rock climber for many, many years, right? What? I, yeah, I rock climbed like a lot, almost every day for like 10 years. You're kidding no. me. Here lo- locally? Well, I mean, I, you have to do a lot of indoor rock climbing here, but I climbed outside too, right? Wow, I did not know that about you. And now when I take a roller coaster that's kind of high, I think, oh, wow, we're like we're high. But again, my brain says... People don't die on this ride because the ride won't be here. Right. You know, so I still can have that logic, but I'm like, how much higher are we going to get? Like, right. I don't think we need to go to the top. I don't well, know. and what what freaked me out with the just the 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 Valley Fair uh, water park ride mm-hmm. was you remember the story of the kid getting thrown from that by the um, disturbed. Just an, yeah, just that, and, and yep, that was yep. I think part of what played into it for me. But it was just because you're just standing there, and you're right by the edge of this eight-story. I, uh, I know. It's just, uh, I'm a nutcase. It's a I, fun, I that. That, you know, I can't wait. Val- didn't someone just try to buy Valley Fair? I believe so. For like, I, I, don't quote me on this, I am not right, for like $4 billion. Yeah, it was, I it, I think it was the same group that owns all the Six Flags, was yeah, it not? Is Valley Fair I don't think worth- so. Four billion dollars. I, 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 maybe it's more because of how much land there is associated true, with it. It's true, but they're kind of landlocked now. They can't go much further out, true, right? True. So I don't know. I, I just didn't think that Valley. Well, they did want to build like a concert venue there too, and it's fun if you live down there, which you do. Yeah. And they have those like summer passes, the whole summer passes for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's a fantastic deal. Right. Yeah, but I don't live anywhere near close, so I don't try to go there at all. So uh, I have to share a, a fun experience with you because then I actually have to get to an Ask Mike Anything question oh, really? that okay. was submitted a couple of weeks ago, but you were gone last mm-hmm. week, so we'll get to that here uh, momentarily. Last night, 
Mm -hmm. uh, my uh, my family, we moved to the beautiful city of Jordan, Minnesota. We just mm -hmm. moved there a couple of weeks ago. Just Super further excited. further and further out of town. Yeah, I'm Joe is always making fun of me. He's like, why don't you just move to bleep in South Dakota? Yeah. You know, because of then my you commute. Could, you could do, be the spokesperson for the South Dakota ads. Visit for <gasps> Sioux Falls. Visit Sioux Falls. Me and oh Governor God. Christy Noem. Oh, I see. I'd sign up for that. I see. I think you would give it up all for Christy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we decided to take the boys out. My wife wasn't feeling the best, so she stayed back. And so the boys and I went. Uh, we went for it was burger basket night at this oh, great fun. restaurant. So why not? Mm -hmm. Let's go in there. Uh, and then I find out, hey, there's two for ones. Oh wow. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Anyway, um, so we're watching the beginning of the wild game. The boys mm -hmm. are having their burgers. We're having a good time. And then I notice across the street, my son actually is the one that noticed this. He said, "Dad, look." There's an arcade. Like a real arcade. Like a real arcade. I and I've driven past this place a million times. I you know, I was, sure. I guess really wasn't paying attention. So get this. In the city of Jordan, there is an old school arcade. Really? We walk in, this is probably six thirty last night. Okay. And I don't know how late they were they are open, but we walk in and you know, have you ever been through downtown Jordan where the ballpark is and stuff? Jordan, anyway, it's it's Jordan's, very. I have been to Jordan. Rademacher's grocery store is what I know. Correct, yeah. and it's just it's just very cool and kind of an old school downtown. Mm -hmm. It's very very cool. Okay, so we walk across we walk across the street. We walk in, and I knocked on the door, and because I didn't know if it was open, yeah. and the guy's like, well, "Yeah, come on in, come on in." Well, we walk in, and they have this giant wall of comic books, and I mean thousands of really? them. Really, okay. and there was a bunch of people there. Cool. Uh, doing their comic book Fans. thing. So I don't know if it was like a group or whatever. Okay. And I started to walk. He was like, yeah, walk around. Uh, let me know if you need anything. I said, okay, cool. Well, we walked around where all the, the video game, like the stand-up old sure. school video games are, and, and everything was off. And I thought, oh, they must they must just be selling these boys. Let's, okay. you know, let's, let's, yeah. let's get going. And he said, oh, I'm sorry. He's like, usually no one comes in here after like 5 o'clock, so I just powered it down. But did you, did you guys want to play? And I said, yeah, uh, do I buy quarters or how does that work? He goes, no, 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 no. You pay seven bucks. And you get to play Everything. any video game you want all day. Oh, that's cool. And I said, shut the front door. Yeah. What did you just say? Yeah, we're here right he now. Said, yeah. He said, no, it's seven bucks. He said, yeah, for your kids, I'll just charge you five. And I went, so for 17 bucks, wow. me and the boys sat there and played old school. I'm like, old school Miss Pac-Man, sure. old school Tetris. Fun. They had oh, golden tea. That's a blast. And I said, that's so cool. This is Awesome. Yeah, that is really cool. And I said, get, be prepared to start seeing us a lot more often. He yeah, goes, well, I'll just deal. let you know, on the weekends, we, we do get a little busy on the weekends. Yeah, but, so what? Yeah. And I thought, this, no. is, this is cool. I it learned just, a lot at arcades as a kid. Who did it? Yeah, I mean that's that's first of all that's the only spot you could play those games yep. other than Atari at home, right? Yep. Or or uh, in television or what it was. Right. But that's really fun. That's really, okay. I, but I had a, a question that I wanted to ask you. Sure. Because I had a theory, and you know how my theories are really getting good. So when you went out for the burgers with your boys. Yep. And if you allow, by the way, the pickled pig is the is the, the restaurant. Pig. It was a okay. great a great and, spot. And, okay, so you went to the pickled pig. Yep. You had a burger basket. You had two for ones. And let me guess. If you allowed your kids to do this at the time, did you let them get kitty cocktails? I usually do. I, okay. Okay. Yep, so, yep. but the bartender in me, they were so busy. Okay. As in, I mean, they you were, didn't want to stress exactly, the bartender. Exactly. Okay. That's the last. I was. I usually do. That's usually what I do when we when when it's me and the boys and we go out for dinner. So here's my theory: mm -hmm. is I too did that with my kids when they were young. We would go someplace, and I would get them kitty cocktails. And now they're raging alcoholics. No. My theory is <laughs> I wanted someone to drink with, and my kids oh. couldn't drink. So even just order the ordering them a kitty cocktail 
felt like, hey, you're having a drink. Dad's having a drink. We're all. Does that make any weird sense? It does. Like, yeah. But I, I, I can tell you, and I think you know me well enough that this won't shock you. I have zero problem drinking alone. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> zero problem. See, I needed, like, if my kids would have ordered chocolate milk when I was out, yeah. I'd be like, well, I can't have a gin and tonic if they're having chocolate milk. Right. No, right? I, in fact, but like I said, I, I usually will do that, but it was, I mean, it was, she's running from table to table okay. to table, and I could see that behind the bar, they were swamped, so the last thing I was going to do was say... Oh, by the way. Hey, by the way, could you make yeah? So I just said ice waters. Right, exactly. My, I have uh, one of my most beautiful daughters. They're all beautiful, but one of them, the mm-hmm. most beautiful daughter. She, I would order her a drink at any place we went, and then five seconds later, she would knock it over. Not two times out of ten, but like nine times out of ten. I was like, what? Or is it like it got to the point where it started to become funny? Right. Like it was. It went from oh, it's an accident to oh my god, I'm gonna kill her. To oh my god, this is this can't even be real. You can't be that bad at this. So we would you know go to some place. They charge me three dollars and ninety five cents for a kitty t- cocktail. She'd put it down and knock it over. I'm like, oh my god. I thought maybe she had you know mental Tourette's or something that wouldn't let her put down a drink. But she's a normal kid. Just a beautiful normal kid who That's can always funny. do it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the Ask Mike Anything question. And by the way, if you're listening to this show, we do that on occasion. If you have a question for Mike, mm-hmm. Mike is here to cure all of your woes. He is he is <laughs> oh, no. my go-to person when it comes to life advice with anything, basically. Wow. Uh, you are. You are That's, my guy. Hence, you're so screwed up. <laughs> right. But uh, I did get one from Gary. He said, hey, Reeves, next time you and Fred Aloni are in studio, can you please ask Mike the following? How should I prepare for my grass? I did watch Mike's uh, YouTube video on how to grow grass. Is there anything I should be worried about right now before the official spring thaw? Wow. You know, because um, you uh, everybody loves your advice with stuff like this. I just appreciate so you know. that. That's yeah. really sweet. What you want to do right now is not be on your grass. Right. What do you mean? You just you just don't do anything to it because you just want it to dry out a little bit. Well, a lot of people, as soon as it thaws out. Yeah. People just run out and start doing stuff on the grass right off the bat, right? Yep. They start raking. And it's actually super beneficial for fratalonies because they start raking and they start destroying their grass. So they have to come in and get the grass fertilizer seed, and the grass yes. seed and all that. So, But if you can just... So you should be advocating yeah, for people know, to do that. Yeah, I know, but you know, just, just <laughs> patiently wait yeah. as, for as long as you can. And, and to talk about that video where it's, it's called... It's on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen this video. I have. It's So I made a video called How to Grow Grass Anywhere. I put it up on YouTube 10 years ago. It's almost at 700,000 views. That's insane. I have like, the sad part is, is I think I'm a, a solid seven, but in that video, I'm a solid five and a half. And I think <laughs> I don't want 700,000 people seeing me. I'm like a little chunkier. I'm staying on your shirt. Yeah, my hair is like down to like super short. It looks like I have cancer. It's oh, not great. Oh, it's not, man. it's not a great look, but a lot of people have watched it. So good for me. Okay. Right? So basically, your advice right now is to just stay off it. There's nothing you can do right now. And you got to let it dry out. Remind but then crabgrass me. prevention. Remind. Okay. That's good yeah, to know. Yeah. So remind me, are you also, or maybe this is at the end of the year, but at the beginning of the year, are you also one that also says, Wait as long as you can to cut your grass. Well, you know, I think it's a good thing, right? To to I don't think you have to wait. Not as, that anybody's doing it this week. You just have to wait. You just have to wait to let it dry out. As soon as it dries out, then you can get out there and 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 rake and pick up your stuff. Okay. And, you know, and now you got so many projects. Go have a beer. Right. Just relax. We got. It. We'll get you. We're here for you. So uh, the other day, this would have been a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had gotten some snow and then it kind of melted or whatever, mm-hmm. and so my boys were out. You know, in the new yard, yay, let's oh, yeah, go. Yeah. Well, the people that we bought the house from, 
had, I believe, three dogs. Okay. And Uh-oh. so <laughs> I, I'm doing whatever I'm doing in the garage, and there's there's a nice hill on the side of uh, on the side of our house, and uh, all of a sudden I hear my youngest, my seven year old, he's screaming, "Dad!" And I'm thinking, "Oh, oh no, no, he ran into something. He's yeah. got a broken arm." And I walk over. I go, "What's what's wrong, buddy?" And he says, "Look, his entire back was covered in dog crap." <laughs> And I, I, oh, no. I started to laugh, and I'm like, oh, oh I, and, but I genuinely felt sure, horrible, horrible for him because yeah. he's covered in dog poop. Yeah. And I said, all right, well, here, here, let's get you, let's get this off here. And he's, you know, crying because he smells like dog poop. You and, didn't send him to an orphanage because I would think <laughs> that kid's gone. Like no. this one, I'm so sorry. Because now when you hug him, you don't put your arms all the way uh, around him because you're like the poop wasn't bad. And I thought, oh well, bud, I guess we'll have to put this in the wash. No, don't. So I basically hosed everything off, you know, with the guard holes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But oh, it was. It was pretty fun. So you had that experience with your new house, with with the house that I recently got. Mm-hmm. I yesterday s- sitting at home, sheriff rolls up looking for the former owner of my no! house. I'm like, oh, that's not nearly as comfortable. I'm like, well, you uh, technically don't own this house anymore. Yeah, it's getting like, confiscated. Yeah, well, honest <laughs> to God, I didn't know what it was. Like, oh, what's going on? This is not so great. So, isn't that fun? The the you get to experience the life of the old owner of each of our houses. You get the dog crap, and I get the oh. deviant fraud or whatever it was. Actually, I don't know why they came, but they were looking for the person who lived there. Oh, that's not yeah, good. That's never that's well, never a good sign. Hopefully, it uh, hopefully it it, it works out that I, I hope you don't have your house confiscated I, you know what that would be that'd be kind of a problematic I'm not gonna not gonna lie okay so we have another email and this came to us from Stuart uh, and he writes we were talking about uh, Bud Grant's Vikings on the February mm-hmm. 3rd show I believe mm-hmm. I think it was yeah, you that yeah, brought that's him remember up. when he was not wearing the shirt that's right uh, so this is from Stuart. He says, hey, hey, Reavers and Mike, I enjoyed the talk that uh, ensued off of the soccer game recently held in Minneapolis, then relating to Bud's Vikings. Jim Klobuchar put out a great book called True Hearts and Purple Heads, which followed the Vikes from the Van Brocklin, uh, Al Cap era through Bud Grant and the second coming of Fran Tarkington. Your first comment was about coats and heaters. Bud's did have heaters on the sideline, but visitors only. Oh, when asked about Bud, uh, when asked about this, Bud would reply that the opposing team would be on the field thinking about getting back to the heaters to warm up. His team was on the sidelines thinking about getting back into the game to warm up, uh, which is brilliant. brilliant. That's which brilliant is absolutely management. brilliant. Yep. Also, there was an instance mentioned in the book about one of those days when a reporter walked up to Jim Marshall standing on the sidelines and asked him if he was cold. And Jim replied, I'm not cold. I know I'm not cold because Bud told me I'm not cold. <laughs> I wish Bud would tell my feet that they're not cold. What a great email. Thank you very much, oh, Stuart. That's that, spectacular. That, that's great but story. That, but that's the kind of level of thinking you're like, oh, my God, that makes complete and total yeah, sense. And, and what if it worked 1%? You know, what if that mentally worked 1% well, or 2%? That could be the difference between winning and not. I can't remember who said this. It was either, uh, obviously, Joe or Pap. It might have been Joe because Joe covered the Vikings in the 70s. But mm-hmm. he would always say that. The Rams, coming from Southern California, when they yeah. would come here for a playoff game in January, they knew they were screwed. Yeah, they were done. Because when they got off the plane, like, I don't I don't want to be here. It's 13 yeah. below zero outside right now. When I was down in Florida, a lot of people were asking me, like, Wait, it was six below here and, and snowing, mm-hmm. right? I left the day before the snow hit. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had to change my flight to get out a day early because I, I left on a Monday instead of Tuesday because I didn't want to sure. get stuck, right? And I and I just kind of thought to myself because it's beautiful down there. Sure. I mean the temp and I get it. It's not 
summer where it's hot down there, and I don't like it too hot here either. Right. But there is something to be said for it's green, it smells good, it's it's perfectly temperate, and then looking at six below and my yeah. wife i'm gonna here's a story that will get me in trouble sure because every time you, you i talk about no that. i don't mind she yeah. she calls me she says you know the trash needs to go out and i said well yeah you know she goes well, what am, what am i supposed to do <laughs> <laughs> and i just i kind of because you know there's a lot of snow sure and i said well i'm in florida i there, what do you want I, me to she, do yeah, about it what would you like me to do so you know she's like well can i put it in the back of your SUV, no, no, please, please don't put the trash can in the back of my SUV. And can I tie it somehow to the four wheeler? I'm like, you can try it. Like that sounds all right, but or you could just try to get it down there yourself. So I try. I had some. She did it. She did it. Good. Like she's a. She powered through it. Good for her. But I did get the call where I thought, well, am I supposed to fly back up and? Take the trash out. God, she, I can see why she hates me. I get it. I kind of hate me just talking about it. I get it. And she, she, I think she genuinely loves me, but much of the time, yeah, she just kind of hates me. Probably. And, and I, and I, and you can understand that. I totally yeah, get it. You, you can understand Because I too that. love myself, but most of the time I'm kind of indignant. It's like, oh, I just, you're just such a dork. Oh. Yeah, God, that's funny. Well, you know, the, but, the, but that's the, that's the, the level of a relationship, right? Where you, you have to see through each other's flaws at times. Yeah. Right. It's, it's the ability to compromise um, when you know, boy, because uh, I, I, I tend to just remain silent when I, when I'm thinking, boy, I really disagree with, with, with what you're saying, but I don't really want to get in trouble Good or, for you. or deal with that anymore. I'm, I'm just going to mutter under my breath or just talk about it with Mike on this show. I think I'm going to become, I'm, I'm becoming one of those old men where I just talk to people at restaurants <laughs> and, you know, and, and I'll, if something's not right, I'll tell them. And like, I don't want to be that guy. Like, oh. Why am I doing, why am I adding that in? You mentioned uh, Universal Studios. Yep. yep. Have you, tell me you've seen the, the viral video I'm guessing it's uh, it's a, a giant person dressed up as Winnie the Pooh at okay. a theme park or whatever, right? And basically, the, the caption of the video just reads, for your safety. So it's Winnie the Pooh like, oh, hey, I'm Winnie mm -hmm. the Pooh. And this little girl comes running up. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then there was a, another woman with a mask shooing the little girl away. Because, and I'm thinking... What the hell are you yes. doing? You have now scarred this four-year-old yeah. girl for the rest because of her life. Because she didn't have a mask on? Because she didn't have a mask and on she and was... she was trying to hug Winnie the Pooh. Oh, what the hell are we doing? Oh, well, that stuff just infuriates me. Down there, it's all me. over. There's no one was wearing masks anywhere down in Florida. Well, and it's yeah. like, okay, if you want a mask, yeah. wear a mask. You go right ahead. If you don't want to wear one, go right ahead. Yeah. Live your life. Yeah. But to, to not think that this is going to in some way damage this little girl, like, oh, my God, because she, she turns away and she's like, what yeah, did like, I do like, wrong? What, what did I do? I just wanted to give. Do you do you believe in karma? Big time. Do you? Yes. I, I had a really, I'll give you a nice karma story. Okay. So, you know, it, new company. I'm down there at the convention. New company. I'm, I'm trying to, like, you know, not say too much, but I'm very opinionated, <laughs> you know, but I'm trying to, I'm trying you're to being, stay calm. You're, you're, you're holding back. Yeah. And, yes. and, and part of the. One of the problems with being a business owner is your opinions, the opinion that goes forward, mm -hmm. right? If you're the top guy, you make kind of all the decisions. And I'm just kind of used to doing that. So sure. I'm used to giving my my opinion, making all the decisions. But now I'm in a different role. Like I, I'm, I'm not the top guy anymore. So we were in a meeting where somebody in the meeting had forgotten something fairly basic, right? And like 
I, I wanted to bring it up, but I didn't want to shame the person. So I waited for the end of the meeting. It wasn't super shameful. It was just like a fairly big thing hey, to forget, you right? probably, yeah. Yeah, and so at the very end, there was a couple people in the room, and I said, hey, just FYI, you might want to do this. And he looked at me like, what? Like, that can't be true. That It has to be done, right? And he he totally like, thank you. My God, that would have been horrible if we would have forgotten that. So I leave like pretty good. And I didn't blow the guy out, but other people, I could have taken him to the side completely and done it all by myself with him and then, you know, and, and let him come up with the idea. I could have been totally nice about it, right? And I was, and I wasn't trying to be mean about it, by, by no means trying to be mean, but I could have done it a little smoother, right? right? So I walk out of that room and I'm feeling good. Like, my God, I am the brightest person. I this just is, saved everybody's I just bacon. saved hundreds of thousands of problems and dollars, right? right? I walk out of there and I get a text and I look down and it's my ex-wife and she says, still haven't called to wish your daughter a birthday yet. Happy birthday yet. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, this guy forgets about something dumb in a business thing. I forget to call my daughter on her 14th birthday. Oh. I mean, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and I had not even thought about it yet. And I was like, Wow, if that is not karma, I don't know what is. So I had to call my daughter, and you know, we had gifts where I'm like, you're going to get whatever you want for right. your birthday this time. Name like, it. Yeah, you name it. Like, you're not even old enough to drive, but I predict a car in your future. Right. Lamborghini? Uh, yeah. Not a problem. My God, I couldn't believe I was like, and I'm a big believer in karma, right? You oh, just, yeah. And that I had to go, I haven't gone back and apologized to this guy yet, but I'm going to have to. Otherwise, karma is going to keep kicking me in the crotch, right. deservedly so. Right. I thought, wow, that is just so funny. Well, in fact, there is a great, there is a great Twitter account. I'm, I'm guessing I follow it, but basically along the lines of, Boy, karma's a B word, mm-hmm, right? You know, mm-hmm. so it's uh, a video of a guy, you know, uh, oh, he's mad, so he kicks a dog or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he gets mauled. Or, yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's I things mean, it's, like that. It's great, where it pays, karma pays you back right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, so speaking of that, you, uh, I, I know you have a lot of thoughts about uh, various things going on around the world, but we're I not going to get, not yes, that we need yeah. to get into that, mm-hmm. but so there was a... <laughs> A news clip the other night. I have no idea what station it was, but it was hilarious. Where and keep in mind the, the context, the story that the woman is is saying is not hilarious, but what happened is hilarious. Okay. So there's, uh, you know, the guy finishes up his story. Back to you, and so they pan back to the female anchor, mm-hmm. and she's talking about a horrific story uh, about uh, an assault with a 70 year old man at a Walmart involving a minor. Okay, and. On the screen, or the what do they, whatever they call it, that the B-roll or the sure. headshot is President Biden saying "State oh. of the Union," and I'm thinking, "Oh no, no, that's not what." Whoever the graphic person oh, is for that no. news station, a yeah. is unemployed now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking, "Oh my God!" And yeah. this poor woman who has no idea what's sure. on the screen behind her is now going to be infamous for the on rest social of, media yes, for the yes. rest of her life because of what oh. just happened. And oh. again, karma. Remember when that um, Asian... Maybe that's not karma. Maybe that's something different. Yeah, well, no, but it's... Well, nothing's happened yet to the person who made the mistake. But remember that... Um, this You're reminding me of the story that when that Asian airliner crashed and someone... Is this sent, the one that disappeared? No, this was a, a long time ago. Okay. And they had given names. Yes. So somebody yes. reported the news and they said the pilots, including like... And they were derogatory Asian Very joke names so. like "We Too Low." Yes. Like, I'm like, how did someone not read those names and realize that these can't be real I, Asian names? I don't know if this came up because this was back when we were on the radio, or if it was me and Rookie 
off the air mm-hmm. commenting about this because we we when we saw that we couldn't believe it. How did it? it was, but it you know what it oh, proves. People don't know the Ron Burgundy effect is very real. Yeah. With and I'm not saying that they're just uh, uh, brainless mouthpieces. I'm saying that they're just so trained to read to what read is in front of them yep. that they weren't even thinking twice about it. It was like the the four Asian names, or one was We Too Low, right? right? Mm-hmm. The other one, was, other one was like Crash Boom Bang or something like that in, in an Asian... How does that not... How does that... How does the yeah. producer not catch that? How does that... Anybody not read that? And then the other guy said, well, uh, you know, the, the second guy, the second news guy was like, wait, you know, maybe we might have those names wrong. I'm like, yeah, think. Yeah, you think? You, you might want to double, ch- double yes. and triple check that. Uh, yeah, someone, someone's going to get paid back for that, although it was a really funny joke. So I do want to um, mini rant, if you don't mind. Do it. Um, you know that I'm probably one of the world's biggest fans of the game of baseball. Oh, this has to be killing you. And I, I was talking on the phone to a, a good buddy of mine the other day about this very thing. Mm-hmm. When it was, I think it was, was it Monday or two? It was Tuesday when it was kind of announced that, oh, we didn't reach our deadline deal. Talks are kind of off. And I, and I said, okay, I hate all of you. Yeah. I hate the owners. I hate the players. I hate the league. I hate the commissioner. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. Yeah, it can't be. And it, here's, here's why it makes me so angry because baseball does not possess the ability to read the freaking room. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. guys have the worst ratings you've had ever. Yeah, ever. Basically, yeah. since you, you've become the national pastime. People aren't watching your product anymore. Yeah, People aren't really even going to games that much mm-hmm. anymore. And you could say, oh, we have a record ticket sales. How many of the people that are actually at a, a Twins game, and I, except for me, are actually watching the game? Sure. You know, when you go to Target Field, yeah, I don't even sit down in my seat. Correct, nine, nine times. Out and of I'm 10. not, I'm not yeah. ripping you. No, I'm just I saying that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. they don't care. I'll go, they'll be happy with me buying drinks all day too. It's the social, yeah. it's the social part of it yeah. because oh, it's really nice out, a warm Beautiful stadium, a great yeah. June night. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't get carjacked in Minneapolis, yeah, yeah. Uh, how great is it to to be at Target Field? It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. I went the first year in 2010. Granted, we were an affiliate of the Twins back mm-hmm. then. I think I went to 70 percent of the home games that summer. Oh wow, yeah, because. It was just awesome. Sure. You know, and yeah, I had a press place I had a press pass yeah. so I could just kind of mingle in or whatever. And I always knew somebody that was at the game. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a great I also didn't have kids back then. Can you can you tell me what are they bargaining about that they're struggling with? So keep in mind that the the reason I hold the owners a little more accountable and the league than I do the players. The players are being locked out. This is not a strike. Yeah, they just stopped. They said, that's fine. But the problem is, with the owners locking out the players, the the owners don't want to pay the type of salaries to some of the older players that some of these older players have been getting over the years. To which I say, the market dictates what you pay a player. Don't pay them. Then don't pay them. That's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, but the Mets are paying Max Scherzer $40 million. So So what? what? They're choosing to do that. Mm -hmm. They're running their business model differently than Mm -hmm. the Tampa Bay Rays are. That's how it kind of works. Unless you want to completely revamp the whole thing, of which then, okay, then let's talk about a salary cap. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about everyone sharing equal revenue. Well, the New York Yankees aren't going to go for that. They don't want to do that. Because they're bringing in 10,000 times the money that the Kansas City Royals are yep. or the Tampa Bay Rays are. And I don't mean to pick on Tampa because mm-hmm. they've actually been a pretty Minnesota successful Twins. franchise. Yeah. Well, and the Twins kind of fall in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. 
But that's the problem that baseball has is there is just such a gigantic difference in an unequal playing field because there are the rich teams sure. and there are the poor teams and there's everybody else in the middle fighting for the scraps. Yeah, that I mean that's very very difficult, but it is what the market is. Yeah. But they could get together, the owners could get together and just say the max any player can make is X dollars. The problem you run into that be another league because the problem you run into that is what the NBA is dealing with. What's that? Because there are max contracts. So then, just the everybody NBA, goes up. Everybody to max. thinks they're worth yep. the max contract, yep. Yep. and that's not always necessarily the case. Same thing with quarterbacks in football. We're dealing with one here that just announced yesterday he's not signing a team-friendly contract. Okay, pal, sounds great. He wants forty million bucks. Mm-hmm. That seems like a lot. No, it. it it doesn't seem like okay. it. I'm just, it is. Can I just throw that out there? $40 million. 45, for by the way. He, oh, he wants 45? That's what he's currently was, scheduled to be paid. Really? For the 2020 season. Okay, so season. He, they want him to to readjust his. You know what? If I were him, they're blowing me out on, in the press. Everybody hates me. I'd say, congratulations. Pay me my 45. I don't care. What would it matter to him? He's not going to be here any longer. He doesn't. We're not a Super Bowl contending team. Why doesn't he just blow it out? Because, if you want my honest opinion, yeah, he cares about one thing. What? His stats and his money. Yeah. That's well, all that, he cares but about. But that's what I, I'm almost agreeing with him. Like, we're not close to winning a Super Bowl, so he can't say, hey, if I take $20 bucks, can you spend 25 on a couple other O-linemen or whatever I need to get mm-hmm. to take him over the edge? It's never going to happen. No. So he should take his 45 and then you know what will happen? He'll... Get his 45, and then some other team will say, oh, my God, we can get a guy with the numbers of Kirk Cousins, and they'll pay him 35 at someplace else. Who would we get? Who else could we possibly get that could even have, you know, because he's a known quantity. These other guys are unknown quantities. Yes. Like, who is even out there? Teddy Bridgewater? Well, it, it, the, it depends on who you ask. It depends on who you think is actually viable. But it, mm-hmm. honestly, I'm just ready to pull the plug and just completely start over. But the, but the ownership will never go for that because the ownership is interested in ticket sales, demand, yeah. and things like that, and remaining at a somewhat competitive level. I don't know if there's such a thing as starting over, right? Although like, the Bengals did it, I guess. But they had years. But that's why in years the NFL. But that's why in the NFL it's easier to do it quicker because you, think you so? can go. Well, yeah. The, look, the Bengals are the prime example. They were yeah. two and fourteen two years ago, and they just played in the, and damn near won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know, but. And they also got a couple of draft picks that were obviously because they're the worst team right. that picked up the best players in the history of football potentially, that's, right? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that, that's true they, too. They didn't because I don't know even what what draft options there are this year. Are there any hot shot? No quarterback. The quarterback draft is from what I, from what I'm being told and what I'm reading. It's not. It's not a very good. Uh, even if there was a stud, we wouldn't pick a quarterback. Now nah, we probably really wouldn't. we want this. We want this uh, <laughs> safety. That no one takes safeties in the first round or so. Who knows? By the way, you know what we have to do right now? What's that? What time is it? It's 2.59. Oh. Do we tempt fate? I think. Or do on. we wait? Oh, my alarm just went off. Okay. So we officially made it. For those hold of you on. that only listen okay. to the weekly scramble and might not listen to Garage Logic, which I highly doubt, by the way. But in any event, uh, Kenny Olsen made a proclamation that um, this was going to be it. Three o'clock was the doomsday clock. And maybe he might still be right because maybe we're a minute behind or maybe. Yeah, maybe my my watch is off. So here's what he didn't even make a proclamation. You set it up. You set it up while I call Kenny. So Kenny is a doomsday prepper and he thinks 
today. He he didn't. And let me restate that. He didn't think today at three o'clock it was going to happen. He guaranteed that today at three o'clock there would be an electronic pulse emitted that would knock all of the electricity out in the United States, mm-hmm. and then technic uh, like some uh, technical nuclear striking capability. Tactical, not tactical. No. Oh, Kenny. Oh, let's see. It's Chris Reavers and Mike Fredoloni recording the weekly scramble. How are you? I'm fine. It's three oh one. Are you are you sad, Kenny? Or are you happy? Why is it after three? It's three oh one. Oh wait, I did not just wake you up, did I? No, I'm eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> God, I love you. He's having a big what? heater. And well, Ma- nice Mike, obviously, Mike Fratelloni, you you know Mike very well. Although sometimes you don't recognize him, mm, but most um, of the times. Mike, Mike is obviously an avid listener of Garage Logic, and just wanted to make sure that you were okay since we did make it past your proclamation at three p.m. on Friday. Yeah. Um. Are you recording this? Yes. Yes. So I can't swear. Correct. Yes, please don't. Let me tell you something really interesting, boys. <laughs> wow. And that is why I love Kenny yep, Wilson. Yep. He had he had a thought in his head, and he said, "No, I'm not going to share it no. with anybody." He, not only did he not have a thought no. in his head, he was so mad at me, and I'll have to deal with it on Monday, for which, which is fine, no. for calling him, interrupting his ice cream cone, <laughs> and uh, that was a perfect Kenny. Sound off. I thought for sure because he was pretty adamant that it, that was, and that was happen. not a bit, by the way. No, they were talking about it on the Krabby Coffee Shop. That was not a bit. You you spent a lot of time on on Garage Logic. He thought for sure this was going to end, and then oh. tactical nuclear strikes right after. Yeah. So maybe he was eating one of those ice cream cones. Like doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If I gain a pound, what do I? It's care? not going to matter. Yeah. Uh, the radiation is going to take the weight right off of me over the next four months. And he, I know he gets a lot of flack from a lot of people, but um, I can honestly say that he is truly one of my favorite people to ever work with in radio. Oh, yeah. Because of his level of paranoia <laughs> and everything else that goes along with how great it is to be the soul man. Katie I do Olson. get every time I see him, he has no clue who I am every time. Every time. Not even, even when I like greet him with, hey, Kenny, it's Mike Fratelloni. And then we'll talk for a little bit and then he'll say, hey, now, uh, remind me of your name. I'm like, oh my God. Kenny. Kenny. I've known you for 20 years. Yes, that's right. I've been a party, one of your shows for many, many years and we've seen each other a hundred times, but I appreciate that you have no idea who I am. Uh, hmm. There was something else that I was going to bring up with you because, oh, um, Joe had a prediction that I've, I'm interested to get uh, your opinion on. So I know you you obviously haven't had a chance to listen to today's show Not because yet, you walked no. in while I was still posting yeah, it today. Yeah. Um, but he predicted a record late ice out date for Lake Minnetonka. Really? Which I found interesting. I don't know why because I normally don't care. But I, I found why that he interesting. Why predicted that? Well, he said because we did have a relatively a pretty cold winter. We did. And we're not really going to warm up you know, significantly anytime soon. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, though. And rain. that's exactly what I said. Doesn't rain take away that top layer of snow? That's which exactly in turn, what yeah, I said. Right? Is that we're will, supposed to get bombarded with, I mean, thunderstorms yeah, tomorrow. and it's supposed to be mid-40s. That That's going to melt some stuff. Anyway. You know what it is? Here's the link is he's looking at his heating bills, and his heating bills are 40% higher than they were. So he's saying it must have been 40% colder, but I don't think that has any correlation. Just heating fuel is more expensive. You're reminding me of something. So a couple of different podcasts and shows that I listen to, there's you know a couple of them that I listen to have a top-of-the-hour news report, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 a, it's a national 
you know, two-bit hack with basically just ripping and reading headlines, love right? Them. Love them. And so this one was, uh, you know, uh, something about how inflation is, whatever, and then and then it transitioned to, however, consumer spending is up. Well, um, uh, hey, uh, Gary, or whatever the hell your <laughs> name is. Yeah, you know why consumer spending is up? Because everything costs twice as bleeping much as it was, you know, six months ago. That's why. 100%. I mean, look at all these companies that are posting record sales. It's like, yeah, your product went from $100 to $200. Mm -hmm. You can sell half of them and do the same amount of business, but people still need your product. Things are going to go up. And I think they're just going to keep going up. What do you think gas is going to get to? I mean, is this, you drive a lot. I do. I mean, it's going to become six, seven hundred bucks a month for you for gas, right? I've actually started to think about that. Really, a lot. Well, I, I, again, I say this to everybody when they ask me, "Why do you, you know, your commute is so long?" Well, hey, it's not really that bad, and, and you don't have to be here at eight o'clock in the Correct. morning. Correct. Yeah. My hours are, you know, th- thankfully because of who I work for, my my hours are flexible, so mm-hmm. it's it's not like I'm always sitting in rush hour traffic, which yeah. is not the case, but. You know, you you do start to play the numbers game in your head, and you're thinking, okay, well, then it just means I'm going to have to cut out this or or whatever. But I mean, we just saw to this morning that San Francisco already broke the five dollar a gallon barrier today. Yeah, they must have had that earlier. I mean that 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 can't be just today. I'm paying four twenty for my gas here in St. Paul. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. It's shocking. It's I, you wow. go in and it costs me ninety dollars to fill my tank. Wow. That's unbelievable. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean, you know, because I my car says you have to buy the ninety two octane, and I think no, I'm going to put eighty eight. But then I think, <laughs> I'm just, did I just destroy my car? Right, with four octane levels different. It, it is. It's it's mind boggling. But at least uh, I have comfort in the fact that the right people are going to lead us in the right direction. Yes, and that, friends, is sarcasm. <laughs> Anyway, Michael, thank you so much, sir. Hey, Rivers, sir. you are the best. Thank please you. Please do us a favor. Wherever you are listening to this award-winning pro- program, please do us a favor and rate and review the show. It does help others to find the Weekly Scramble. His name is Mike Fredaloni with Fredaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. And until then, everyone, cheers. The new era of Thursday Night Football is only on Prime Video. This Thursday, it's a battle between two NFC South Divisional rivals when the Atlanta Falcons clash with the Carolina Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern with TNF Tonight delivered by Little Caesars live from Carolina. It's the Falcons and the Panthers only on Prime Video. See Amazon.com slash watch TNF for details.